Our Heavenly Father, indeed, Lord, it is all about you. I ask this morning that you speak through me, speak to us, wash us completely, even that which we remember, that which we don't remember. I pray in the name of Jesus that we are set free in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Father, it's my prayer that each one of us will hear your voice and not my voice. In Jesus' mighty name, I've believed and prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 The Amen. topic I was given is overcoming burdens of leadership and our guiding scripture is Numbers chapter 11, verse 10 to 18. I'm using the New Living Translation Bible. Please allow me to read. Moses had all the families standing in front of their tents weeping. And the Lord became extremely angry. Moses was very aggravated. And Moses said to the Lord, why are you mistreating me, your servant, so miserably? What did I do to deserve the burden of people like this? Are they my children? Am I their father? Is that why you have told me <clears throat> to carry carry them in my arms like an, a nurse carrying a baby. Where am I supposed to get the meat for all these people? They keep complaining and saying, give us meat. I can't carry all these people by myself. The Lord is too heavy for me. I would rather you kill me than treat me like this. Please spare me this misery. Then the Lord said to Moses, someone before me, 70 of the leaders of Israel, bring them to the tabernacle to stand there with you. I will come and talk to you there. I will take some of the spirit that is put upon you and I'll put the spirit upon them also. They will bear the burden of the people along with you. So you will not have to carry the burden alone. This is the word of God. <clears throat> Thanks be to God. Um, the chapter gives us an honest look at the challenges and burdens of leadership. Moses is one of the strongest leaders in the Bible, famous for rescuing God's people from Egypt and leading them through the wilderness. We might easily think of his life as an ongoing success story. 
yet Moses faced plenty of challenges that are familiar to church leaders today and God's people in general. He has been leading the people month after month for over 40 years, and he was getting weary of the burden. The journey that took 40 years because of the Israelites' rebellion, the journey took 40 years. The journey would have definitely taken a shorter time. What can we learn from this? The people murmured because they magnified plenty and delicacy they had in Egypt. They were sick of good provision God had made for them. God had given them manna, food from heaven. They couldn't be satisfied unless they had meat to eat. They distracted the power and goodness of God as insufficient for their supply and they were full of lustful desires. We see Moses' frustration with the people he's leading. The continual need for food and water, complaining, finally drives Moses to break down point. Discouragement, disappointment, anger, frustration, opposition, and weariness are all things that will bring uh, to test the character and faith of those in leadership. Moses's error was the open outbursts. He asked God, are these my children? What did I do to deserve this? He said, the Lord is too heavy for him. I would rather, he said, I would rather you kill me. As a leader, it's essential to understand what triggers your emotions, your behaviors, and your actions. Moses was very aggravated. Put yourself in Moses' shoes. A leader's greatest challenge and most difficult task is self-management, especially in the heat of issues. As a mother, as a father or a minister, we need to be very careful what comes out of our mouth when things get tough or feel uncertain. Know your triggers 
know your frustrations and be mindful. Leaders have an impact on other people they lead. So as a leader, it's important to lead yourself first. Cross-examine yourself. Evaluate yourself. Self-leadership is knowing and understanding oneself, our emotions, our strength, and what drives us, as well as the impacts we have on the people we lead. If, I, if you lead yourself correctly, immediately others will line up to follow you. If you lead yourself poorly, you will eventually push people away, including those you need most. So as a leader, the future of your workplace will always be in the people. Invest in your people, serve them well, develop them, and give them a pathway for growth. And you will not regret this investment. Remember that every person comes to you is asking three things. Do you care for me? Can I trust you? Can you help me? When leaders can provide affirmative answers to each of these questions, a great corporate culture will follow. It starts with spending more time with God. Spending time with God will make you a great leader. Leaders today need to remember to spend time with God. Take off time amidst your busy schedule, pray, read the word of God, meditate, and listen to the voice of God. All this will enhance not only your spiritual lives, but their leadership capacity as well. Leaders can't always control the choices of their followers, but they can lead by examples, by focusing on God. Like Moses, do we sometimes complain about God-given responsibilities? Think about it. Do we complain? Do we complain about our children? Do we complain about our spouse? Do we complain that we have waited too long? And what should we do when we face such trials? Sometimes we assume that by serving God in ministry, we are entitled to soft landing, but we forget that God 
sharpens his servants through trials. That's why in James, he tells us to count it all joy when we go through challenging circumstances. When you look at the Bible, for instance, nothing beats murmuring. Um, the children of Israel, the, 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 the children, the Israelites murmured a lot. In Corinthians chapter 10, the story is recorded for us so that we can learn from them. They murmured even after seeing God's miraculous interventions in their lives. There are a lot of instances when people murmur and complain to God. When we look around us, we find a lot of people complaining, grumbling, murmuring, whether they are old, whether they are uh, rich or poor, they are just murmuring, male, female, murmuring all over, even in Christian circles. Murmuring is the order of the day. We should not be murmuring Christians. These things should not be found amidst us. It uh, murmuring displeases God. When we constantly murmur, it's an indication that there is something wrong with our attitude. There is something wrong with our relationship with God. If we continually murmur and complain, we eventually forget all the good things that God has done for us and we become ungrateful. When we complain about rain, we complain about heat of the sun, we complain about our leaders, we complain about our spouses, we complain about assignments, we complain about food on the table, we complain about our complexion, either we are too dark or too fat or too, too, too tall, or we complain and complain probably our, our nose is too flat and oh, sometimes we even complain that we do not have clothes to wear. In reality, when we have a lot of them. Someone once said that 80% of our self-talk is negative. Brethren, we need to avoid negative talk. Grumbling, complaining, all these are cousins and they are works of the flesh. Grumbling focuses on self. It is pure selfishness. If we feel that the world owes us something and we always have the attitude of self-entitlement, 
it is super easy to complain when we don't get it our way. When murmuring is left unchecked, brethren, it leads to pride, it leads to dissension, it leads to rebellion and the like. <clears throat> Excuse me. Scripture says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only that what is helpful for building the body of Christ. Murmuring is sin. And murmuring, of course, has got consequences. The scripture we just read, God sent the, the fire and it, it burnt and consumed these people on the outskirts. So complaining about fellow human beings, especially God-ordained leaders, or grumbling against what God approves amounts to murmuring against God. Exodus chapter 16 says, murmuring is sin. Okay, we should not murmur. It is not good. Um, a friend of mine was into the habit of complaining and murmuring. I mean, before long, I started murmuring as well. I would start murmuring about this, about the children, murmuring about my spouse, murmuring about my work, you know? So the people we work with, be careful. Are they murmurers? Are they building us and pointing us to God? Stop murmuring. Stop, uh, stop slandering God's people. A leader should understand that leading God's people is trusting God. It is, it is all about trusting God. Leadership is not done in self-effort. It's about trusting God to do the work that he has entrusted you, changing people's lives for the better. You're looking after God's flock, just as God did through Moses. God calls each one of us to lead as a servant who comes alongside others in the tasks he has placed before us. It does not matter if you have an official leadership position or not. Great leaders are the ones who are following closely after God. God's instruction to Moses or God's response to Moses was as follows. God directs Moses to nominate the persons. The number he is to choose is 70 men to work closely with him. God promises to qualify the 70 if they were not fit for the leadership role. He would put them up upon them 
the spirit that was upon Moses. It is the leading of the spirit that can keep a leader from stumbling or derailing. So our learning point here is that as leaders, we need to cast our cares to God because he cares for us. Secondly, we need to wait on God each and every day, wait on God to give us direction and to order our footsteps. I would like to uh, just briefly define the word burden and define the word leadership. A burden is something difficult or unpleasant that you have to deal with or worry about. While leadership is the action of leading a group of people or an organization. I like the way John Maxwell put it, that a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Leadership refers to the art of motivating people in an organization to work towards a common goal. It is based on ideas which can be a person's own or inspired by other leaders. Leadership is also an art of communicating these ideas effectively to others and encouraging them to take up responsibilities and grow personally beside, and besides leading a company towards growth. Leadership, of course, involves making sound, sound judgment, sound decisions, sometimes even difficult decisions, creating and articulating a clear vision, establishing achievable goals, and providing followers with the knowledge and tools necessary to achieve these goals. Um, the matter of leadership, whether at national level, locally or at home, on job, has not always been easy. This dates back to the book of Genesis chapter three, where we see that Adam, God gave uh, Adam the leadership role and uh, when and was and when they ate the forbidden fruit, uh, that means that uh, Adam followed God's uh, Adam listened to the counsel of Eve rather than listening to the counsel of God. So it is critical as a leader. We, we follow God's guidance as we lead God's people. We remain in, in God. We must remain in God in order to emerge leaders after God's own true heart. Of course, with all these abuses we have seen by leaders, it can be tempting to reject leadership 
but leadership was not always tinted with sin. God gave leadership to humanity before sin corrupted and tinted everything. We should hate the sin that corrupts leadership, not the principle of, leaders, of, of leadership. So God is still the one who gives leadership to humanity. Since there is no other authority except God. In Romans chapter 13, we read that everyone must submit himself to the governing authority. For there is no other authority except God. Indeed, you see that there is a huge difference between a leader who follows after God's own heart and a world leader, a worldly leader. When we are frustrated by the leaders above us in our organization, we need to realize that somebody saw something in them. That is why they are leading in a leadership position. So we ought to submit to them. There is a danger in uh, not submitting to leaders. It is scripture that we must submit to our leadership. But how many times do you find that a leader, um, for example, tells us, please do this or follow up this, and we don't do it? That is rebellion, okay? So it's important to submit to leadership. These are people that God has put in position to guide us. Our role is to, to pray for them. Our role is to support them so that we can get to another level and so that God can release his blessing upon us. Allowing yourself to be frustrated by the leader above you negatively impacts your ability to do your job. If you have a leader you struggle with, for example, walk to them, ask how you can help them to eliminate the source of your frustration. They are human. Prayerfully talk to them. Talk to them about your frustration and together work as a team. Um, the question I'm thinking that has come to my mind is that how, how would an environment of God-fearing people look like. Leaders are responsible for the environments where God has placed them. As in each one of us, we are leaders, we are adults, we take care of our children, we are mothers, we are fathers. So is our environment reflecting God? 
effective leaders watch over the culture for the good of the people in their culture. They watch over the beliefs and the values, the value systems where God has placed us. So it's important that we allow God to work through us and use us to correct the culture that has gone worldly wherever God has placed you in the marketplace. Allow God to use you to make a difference for him. Allow, uh, 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 do not get swallowed up in the culture of your organization. As believers, we ought to stand out so that others can see the light of Christ shining through us. Draw souls for Christ, even where God has, has placed you. Start a fellowship. Be a leader after God's own true heart. There are multiple types of leadership, but in the interest of time, I will not go there. Just highlight that uh, we have the democratic leadership, the autocratic, less fair, strategic leadership, transformational, transactional, coach style, and bureaucratic. Understanding the type of leadership and various leadership styles can add a lot of value to the impact that leaders can create on their organizations. One's leadership style allows a leader to take up ownership, control, and responsibility for the size and scope of the tasks ahead. The fundamental is not whether we will have an easy path, but whether we will believe the Lord in the midst of these tasks and that his, what we are doing will bring honor and glory to his name. As a leader, Moses demonstrated love for people. He demonstrated humility in his approach to God and his own abilities to serve God. Moses was by no means perfect, just like you and I. He had human uh, imperfections, such as a temper, a speech impairment, a self-doubt, but his close relationship with God allowed him to guide a rebellious nation and to point them to Christ. So it is all about your relationship and my relationship with God. When you have a relationship with God, you'll even, the Holy Spirit will give you an answer for every situation. So we look to God as we continually guide those we lead, we, def we definitely must look to God. Um, the biblical model of leadership, uh, the Bible gives us many examples because men and, men and women in the Bible who, who, who led after Jesus Christ as, as their model, I mean, Jesus Christ is the model for all leaders. 
He had more power, wisdom, and insight than any other leader could hope for. Yet his ministry was always one of service and encouragement. His teaching was inspiring and challenging. We can learn so much from Jesus' simple, humble example of leadership. Other inspiring biblical leaders include Moses, Joshua, Nehemiah, Daniel. The list is endless. Jesus had a deep knowledge of understanding of scripture. You will require scripture, speak scripture, even when Jesus was tempted, when Jesus faced those tough times that you face when you're in office, speak scripture to every situation. He used the, uh, his, the, the, the knowledge of scripture and he used a deeper relationship with, with his father. He kept in touch with his God, with his father. He also spent much time in prayer and was clearly guided by the Holy Spirit. I would like us to look at the burdens of leadership and how we can overcome them. Well, leadership involves the heavy burden of responsibility and fear of getting it wrong can paralyze a leader. But when you are deeply rooted in Christ as a leader, you will not be paralyzed. You will seek God in every decision. You will seek God when, when you run out of strength. So understanding your own strength and weakness and maximizing your unique value are all part of uh, increasing your awareness, self-awareness and understanding your, your leadership brand and be able to overcome the burden. Biblical leaders often shared their burden of leadership and trained others to take leadership responsibilities. It's important as a leader to have a time to share burdens with uh, the people God will point you to. You can take off a day in a week, come together and see God's face. Moses was eventually was able to use delegation to be successful. In Exodus 35 to 39, Moses used delegation to speed up God's work, God commanded Moses and his people to create a tabernacle or a place of worship where the Israelites could make an offering to God. All these are practical ways that can help you and I in our places where we, God has placed us as leaders. Some leaders face um, familiar challenges but have, have a totally different reaction. Instead uh, of challenges weakening them or trials weakening them, these trials instead make them stronger because they learn to depend more fully on God through the Holy Spirit. So when challenged, 
seek God, seek the Holy Spirit so that you are not overwhelmed. Well, while as of course we see uh, the other leader or the worldly leader will, will crumble under pressure. Uh, they even become so bitter and resentful towards God that they walk away from his calling in their lives. They might even resort to addictive behavior. We, we see a few leaders, just a few, to mention a few who, who really struggled in leadership. Not that they were terrible leaders, but struggle will come because we are all human beings. Uh, for example, Martin Luther struggled with bounds of depression. Also, we read that Jeremiah also struggled or made his challenges. John the Baptist got depressed in prison and wondered if Jesus was even the real Messiah. So these, these times will come. These times will come. But again, it goes back to who has called you into the leadership position. Always go back to the Father and express what is on your heart. Cry on your knees, ask him to, to reclothe you and refresh you so that you may be able to lead the people. Do not give up. Do not listen to the whisper of the enemy. Do not be discouraged and do not even let the, the anger take you throughout because scripture tells us not to be angry but to, to let go let go there are times when definitely you have to let go you have to let go of situations that are causing bitterness to you and always remember um, why you started on the path in the place of leadership always remember it is easy to get discouraged and feel everything is against us. However, just keep goals in perspective. Keep goals in perspective and focus on the original motivation to be that uh, started you on the journey. Keep your eyes on Jesus Christ, no matter what people will throw at you. You know, the enemy will always use the people to throw negative at you as a leader. But you don't look at the people. You just pray and break that spirit that is causing discord among the people of God. Praise the Lord. God will never allow the righteous to be forsaken according to his word. So find courage, find strength in the word of God. The word tells us that the joy of the Lord will continually be our strength from day to day. So what is that that is burdening you as a leader, as a mother? What is that where you are at crossroads this morning? The Lord is able because he tells us in his word that we make known our burdens to him. Pour out to God. Pour out to God. Stand with someone and Call on the name of God. There is nothing that is impossible when we call on the name of the Lord. That is why the Red Sea was divided, hung in there by the grace of God. 
you and I will overcome that which seems a huge mountain before us. Praise the Lord. And as we, we need to stand with people of God, the leaders, I mean, we need to show grace to the people of God. Show grace to the people of God. Listen to them as they share and pour out their heart to you. Stand with them, hold them, ask the Holy Spirit to give you the right words to encourage the people of God. Do not forget the power of prayer. Pray for the people of God. Sometimes we tell them, well, we tell someone, well, I'll pray for you. But along the way, we forget. So take it up there and then and pray with that person or the leader who is struggling or a mother who is discouraged to get them back on the right track. Soak in the scripture, soak ourselves in scripture. Every answer to, to, to the questions that we have is found in the word of God. So if you have a specific burden that is dragging you under the, the weather, name it, okay? Name it and start looking up the, the relevant Bible verses to that particular burden and stand with someone who is, uh, who, who, who is going through a challenge, a leader or, uh, or a friend, stand with them. At this time, it's very critical that you, you keep your focus on God because you want to hear the direction that he wants you to take because as a believer, you will want to remain in the will of God. In this time, you will have a lot of distraction, different voices, but ensure that you remain in the will of God. It's also important to, to when, when um, burdened, to surround with yourself with people who know the Lord, people who know the Lord. Prayer warriors come in handy, okay? Ask the Lord to point you to prayer, spiritual prayer warriors, mature in the Lord and call on the name of God, praise the Lord. But also, again, it's important to clothe our own. A leader may make a mistake. A leader may make mis mistakes. It's important when you make a mistake or when I make a mistake, I, 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 I learn through my mistake and I do not, I do not repeat it again, okay? State leaders should own up their mistake. Yes, leaders should own up their mistakes. And also scripture says that if someone is caught in any wrong, you who are spiritually sound, restore a person with a gentle spirit. We should not crush them totally to death. I mean, like you see, some of the people take the, the, the law in their hands when sometimes when uh, they, they get a thief red-handed, they even want to burn, burn the, the thief. It's, it's wrong. So we should handle uh, wrongdoers with a, a gentle spirit and take it to the next level. 
Moses' first opposition. Opposition will come, discouraged, discouragement will come, but I love the confidence of Moses. Um, he did not depend on his own. He kept calling on the name of Jesus. Yes, not every leader will face some hostile. Not every leader will face someone hostile like Pharaoh, but every leader will face opposition. Uh, even scripture tells us that these trials will come, these challenges will come. Moses reminded his people that it is about the strength that comes from God. And he also prayed as a leader, you ought to, to carry the burden of praying for your people, whether they, they are uh, whether they are rebellious or they do not appreciate you, just take off time to pray for your people. As a good leader, do not just judge them, do not just uh, write them off. Those who do you wrong, always remember to pray for them. And Moses also knew the power of teamwork. We need each other. We are one body, many parts. So as a leader, just know that I need you and you need me. We need to work together. There will always be disagreement, but we need each other. And it, it depends on how we settle conflict, whether, whether we should settle conflict in a way that will keep us uh, as a body of Christ and not tear and you know and and go each one of us go their way we always aim at keeping christ at the center of our conflict do not attempt to to do leadership on your own or do ministry on your own where possible always delegate delegate there are people who can do certain roles but also train them, pray with them, talk to them. I know at times it's a little hard to delegate because sometimes people have wrong motives. Sometimes people are selfish, and but you need to ask the Holy Spirit to point you, particularly to people you're going to work with uh, to do the work of God together and ask the Holy Spirit to always be in this kind of planning. Of course, when um, there are problems, the people will always point a finger at, at the leader. The leader will always be the one they are blaming. And uh, it, it, is, it can be so discouraging, but you have to take up uh, to, to, to fill in the gap and stand and, and find a solution and aim at building each other or building your team, even when they are pointing fingers at you. So the most important thing, are we praying for leaders? And the most important thing, are, are we as leaders um, being righteous? Are we, do we know he who called us? 
or we are grumbling and mixing up issues. Let us remain prayerful. Let us remain calling on the name of the Lord. Let us do that which God has called us to do and keep focused. Present your burdens, your leadership burdens. Present uh, burdens of your people to God in prayer, even when uh, times are so overwhelming. Even when times are so overwhelming. Even when you do not have the energy to walk to the next, to walk the next step, present your, your burdens to God and do not give up. The Bible says, let us cast our burdens unto the Lord because he cares for us. Okay. Secondly, let us wait for his direction. Oftentimes we make rash decisions as leaders. Oftentimes we, we end up doing what God has not called us to do. So it's important to be led by the Holy Spirit. When do you speak? When do you keep quiet? When do you take a step? All these are critical uh, for one, in a, for, for a person who is in leadership. Remain in me, says the Lord, and I will remain in you. Praise the Lord. I would like to end my sharing here, and I would like us to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, all authority is yours, but you have given authority to, to you have given us authority so that we may use it to the glory of your name. Today, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you give us, Lord, your wisdom. You give us your spirit of discernment and give us grace so that we may keep in line with you as individuals, but also direct people to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for the leaders of the nation. We pray for family leaders. We pray for all leaders. We pray for ourselves as well in this troubled world that you will remain God in what we do, in what we say, that we will honor you day by day for your own name's sake. In Jesus' name, we have prayed and amen. believed. Amen. amen. Over amen. to you, my sister. Amen and amen. amen. Thank you, my sister, for amen. sharing. I have a message for someone on this forum today. Sometimes the very things that we fight against the very things that we think are trying to pull us down are actually the hand of God trying to push us into a new season. God will steer us out of comfort situations and he'll put us in situations that make us stretch, situations that force us to use our faith. We may not be that we are. It may be very uncomfortable, but God loves us too much to leave us alone. Just as God can supernaturally open doors, sometimes he may supernaturally close doors. Nothing happens by accident. God is directing each of your steps. That means if a friend, if a friend does wrong, if you go through a setback, if you, you lose your loved one, if you lose your job, if anything really happens, you either embrace change 
and accept God to use it to take you higher. You can resist it and you end up becoming stagnant and settling for mediocrity. Stay open for change. Don't upload change from a negative point of view. All change is not bad. It may be negative on the surface, but remember, God would not allow it if he did not have a purpose for it. He will use it to stretch you and hopefully push you into a new dimension. You may be in perfectly perfect situation for many years, but all of a sudden, things are changing. Everything is not taking the direction you were hoping. Maybe your job, maybe your family, maybe you no longer have favor anywhere. No, God is tearing things. It is easy to become negative or bitter like my sister was sharing. And you start asking God, what is happening? I thought I had your favor, but a much better approach is just to stay open and know that God is in control. If you embrace that change, the winds that you thought would defeat you will actually push you to your divine destiny. Maybe your relationship is sour, you're losing people. A lot of things are changing, but God will not leave you alone. Let's accept what God is saying. I don't know who is the one of the message, it might be mine, but God is saying some things don't happen just casually. Sometimes it's God's hand to move us to another level. Thank you. Let us receive the word. Oh Lord our God, we thank you, we honor you, we glorify you. Thank you for using our sister Joy mightily in this time and this season. May your word be a lamp at our feet and a light our path. Enable us to truly comprehend its deepest meaning. Give us greater understanding than ever before. Reveal unto us the hidden treasures buried there. I pray that we'll have a heart that is teachable and open to understand and want to know more about what we've shared today. Change us as we read and internalize and meditate on each and every word that has been said. Help us to put it into action. Show us where we are wasting time and we spend time reading your word. Give us the ability to memorize each and everything within our heart, O oh Lord. In James 2, 1, 25, he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in need and is not forgetful hearer, but the doer of the word, this one will be braced in what he does. May God brace us. Joy, may God anoint you. May he take you to another level. May he move you to greater mights. May God surround your family and your children. May you not find any setback or backlash upon your life. May God continue using you mightily. Thank you. Amen. We have 10 minutes. We are going to go through a few prayer points as I hand over to the Reverend. Uh, my sister talked about many things, but I'm going to point out, he said that we need to be a blessing to other people. We need to bear fruit as we work. We need to put into action what we've learned. My God and my Father, bless the people we work for and people we, we work with. May we always be a blessing and help each one of them. 
as we come into contact with them in our work. I pray that your love and peace will flow through us and we speak loudly of your goodness, that whenever they encounter us, whenever they interface with us, they will see your light and your glory, that they will not grumble, neither will they ask that who are we. They will just see your glory and your honor. Enable us to touch them for your kingdom. Teach us to excel that the result of what we'll do will be pleasing to others. Enable us to do what we can do successfully according to your word. I pray that we'll not lag in delegates in our work, but remain favorite in spirit, serving you in everything that we do, that whatever we do, we will do it our best, that whatever we do will bring you honor, that whatever we do will glorify your name, King of Kings. As my sister was teaching, he also said that the relationships we enter into will affect us, that the relationship we walk with, that the people we deal with will make us go back. Lord, I pray for any relationships we have with people who do not know you. Give us words say that will turn their hearts towards you. Give us words that will bring them to your glory, that they will not stumble us in our work. Soften their hearts, let them be open to receive from you and follow you faithfully. I also pray God for godly friends, role models, mentors to come into our lives. Send people who will speak the truth in love. Send people who rebuke and collect us in the way that is acceptable in your kingdom. I pray especially for people who are trustworthy, people who are kind, leaders who are faithful. Help us always be kind, encouraging, forgiving towards one another, O King of Kings. Let all the bitterness, wrath, anger, and clamor, evil speaking, be put away from us, King of Kings. Be put away, oh my God. Let us be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving to one another, just as God in Christ forgave us. Lord, let us be your mirror. Let us be your light in this kingdom that is frustrated, in this world that is in up and down. Everyone doesn't know where to go and what to do. Let us be the light to the people. Lord, give us wisdom to make the right decision. Give us wisdom so that we make the right decision, King of Kings. Through wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and print of riches. Lord, you said in your word that you store up sound wisdom for the upright. Help us to walk uprightly, righteously, obediently to your commands. May we never be wise in our eyes, but may we always fear you. Keep us far from evil so that we can claim the health and strength of your words. Give us the wisdom, knowledge, understanding, direction, and discernment we need to keep away from the plans of the evil so that we walk safely and not stumble. Lord, we know that in you are hidden all treasures of wisdom, knowledge. Help us to discover those treasures that as leaders, as leaders on this forum, we will lead people, we will lead people with knowledge, understanding, set us free from negative emotions, King of Kings. 
Set us free, set us free, King of Kings. Let us not be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, that the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Help us not to be a secure and self-focused so that we miss the opportunities to focus on you and extend your love to these people in the marketplace. Lord. Let us extend your love. May we be sensitive to the needs, trials, and weaknesses of others and not overly sensitive to ourselves, O oh Lord. Lord, like Moses came before you and cried unto you, Lord, what do we do to these people? What do we do? What you accomplished on the cross is my source of the greatest joy, King of Kings. Help me to concentrate on that. Thank you, Lord, that in our distress we can call on you. Cause our heart to your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do we trust. Cause us to know the way in which we should walk, for we lift our souls to you, Lord. May the joy of knowing you fill our hearts with happiness and peace. May the joy of knowing you, Lord, bring happiness to the people we meet. Help us to speak on the words that are true, noble, just pure, loving, and good report, Lord. Help us to always be able to give room for hope that is within us. Help us speak the truth within us, King of Kings. Fill us with love so that it will flow in our words as we speak. Let everyone that comes in interface with us, let the clients, the customers, whoever God has destined to meet us, today. Say, I've seen the glory of God. Say that I've met the one that I want. Say that my Redeemer lives. My Restorer is there. May every word we speak bring life and encouragement and positive enforcement all we hear it. Help us to speak of your goodness. Let us speak of your goodness, King of Kings, that in us, Lord, you're in us and everyone will worship you and glorify you. Lord, we long for that. We long to seek after you. We thirst for you like water in a dry land. We want to stand under the gentle waterfall of your spirit and feel the smooth mist of your love showering over us. We want to be massed in the center of the flow of your spirit. We want to be close enough to you to feel your heartbeat, O oh Lord. You are the only answer the emptiness we feel when we are not with you. Fullness of the being is what you've created, my King, O oh Lord. The intimacy of your embrace is what we long for, King of Kings, my God and my Father, when anxiety, fear, and discouragement come cut of us, Lord, help us. Let us bear one another's burden and fulfill the law, O King of God. Lord, we know from your word that we do not have to be anxious, fearful, or discouraged. I therefore release unto you all feelings. I ask you to repress them with your peace, love, and encouragement. Enable us to identify others who are experiencing similar feelings so that we pray with them and for them. Help us to come alongside with them in prayer the way you are. Holy Spirit, come alongside of us and bring us comfort. Holy Spirit of the living God, we empty ourselves. Come and take praise. Come and take the center praise, O Lord. Let us long to seek your will. 
Let's long seek your will, O oh Lord, for your will is what we are, will abide in us forever, O oh Lord. We thank you for giving us knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Thank you for guiding us and leading us. Thank you for giving us understanding of your word and electing our steps so that we can stay in your path you have for us. Thank you, Lord, for revealing to us the way in which we should go regarding all the decisions we make. Lord, I pray for your wisdom. Lord, I pray for your knowledge. Lord, thank you for helping me to stand perfect and complete in the scent of your word. Oh, Lord, give me a new answer. We need you. Lord, we long to know you. We long to be in your presence. We give you honor. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, my Father and God. As you dispatch us into this day, go with us. Walk with us. Don't leave us behind. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.